Hello, everybody, and welcome to podcast number 22. My name is Edwin Osorio, and today we have a very special guest. She's probably one of the most well-esteemed people within AFGE and uh, extremely knowledgeable and um, probably not as well-known in Council in Council 220. However, she is our general committee spokesperson, and I want you to meet Barry Sue Bryant. Hello, Barry. How are you? Hello, everybody. How are you? How are you doing today, Ed? Oh, doing wonderfully. Um, as much as a household name you are, in some in some aspects, there are some employ members, employees within Council 220 because, you know, you're in a different council. Uh, they may not know who you are. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Barry Sue Bryant. I am the uh, president of Local 2809, which works, which covers the um, Wilkes-Barre Dock and um, Boyers, you know, the caves where we store everything. Ah. Um, we have... Uh, eight different components, you know, within our, within our little building. So it, although we don't have a lot of people, we have a lot of different job families and stuff. So it does make it um, a little bit difficult to, you know, keep up with all of them. Uh, but I've been with the union since 2011 and I've been an officer since six months after that. So, um, not as long as some of the people that have been out there, but uh, I am the longest running person in our local. <laughs> so uh, all and of our folks have, yeah, we've all retired or moved on or whatnot. Right. <laughs> well, that's wonderful to hear. So uh, today we're going to be talking about government shutdowns and furloughs. And I know if, if you're an old timer, you're probably familiar because I know we had a shutdown uh, back in 2013. I think we had another one in 2018. But we've hired a lot of people since then. So can you give us just a brief understanding of what a government shutdown is and what a furlough is and what it might mean to employees? Absolutely. Um, so what happens is we, we will get furloughed um, uh, during the government shutdown when the Congress does not pass a budget and does not fully fund our, our agency. Um, we would get furloughed and... Uh, I'm sorry, I lost my. Um, so if Congress does not fund um, our agency, you know, by passing a budget, then there is a government shutdown. Um, there was one, the last one, which did not include us, which I think was in um, 2019. Yeah, you're um, right. Like member of TSA was involved in that. That was a tough one for them. Yes. That that one cost the American people over three billion dollars. Wow. Um, so imagine how much the bigger one that included everybody had right. cost. Um so you know, we really need Congress to to do their job and pass a good budget that'll fully fund social security and all the other agencies. And um, what, what what kind of uh, what what kind of impact do you, uh, would a government shutdown have on bargaining unit employees? Well, the biggest impact on the bargaining unit employees is um, many of us are going to have to work, and none of us are going to get paid at the time. 
Um, if we are accepted, we have to, to work and we will not be receiving a paycheck. Then there will be non-accepted employees. That means that they're doing non-work that is is not required to be done on a daily basis. Um, those people will not be working um, during that time and no one will be receiving a paycheck. That's, that's the biggest impact. So we're wow. going to have less people to do the same work. So when will employees get their paychecks? Well, um, that's, uh, <coughs> that's a, that's a good question. And that is a new answer, even for our old timers, um, who have been through this before. We don't have to worry this time about us getting paid. Um, there was a um, an act called the Government Employee Fair Fair Treatment Act that ensures that we will get paid at the soonest possible time after the shutdown ends. We used to have to worry about the non-exempt people if they would get paid, but they will get paid now, according to this. Actually, that law wasn't even in effect for the 2019 shutdown. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Yeah. They they passed it in, I think, December of that year after mm -hmm. that. But, but And you know, the frightening thing is that uh, I've seen statistics and they say that 60% of all Americans live paycheck to paycheck. So I would presume that that would include a lot of uh, SSA employees. So I, I know it includes me. You know, and, uh, you know, it, it, it is... Um, it, it is a very troubling, troubling time for people. Get letters from the, from, from the agency that we could provide to our creditors, you know, stating yeah. what is going on and, um, some creditors accept it. And, you know, we just hope that, you know, that that can help people get through. Well, you know, that it, it almost sounds like a get out of jail free card, but I suspect that if you do get a pause on your mortgage or credit cards, that they're still collecting interest on those. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that, that is definitely a big impact that, um, that only government employees have to deal with, you know, um, and uh, we need to, you know, push, push our congressmen to do better. Barry, so will a government shutdown affect uh, the employee's annual or sick or religious comp leave, anything like that? No, it will not. Um, we do have that included in the most recent um, memorandum of understanding. Um, that, uh, And that it's also included in the, um, the Fair Treatment Act um, that we, it will not affect our annual sick um, or religious comp that um, that we've already accumulated, nor the accruals that we would have gotten. I am not sure if we can work religious comp during the shutdown. That is something that we can look into. Um, the uh, that is not included in the MOU. But as far as our accruals go and everything, that those are all protected. We are considered in pay status during the furlough. Now, Barry Sue, uh, under a furlough, can employees collect unemployment? Well, that that's a question that does depend on um, the state laws. Um, in Pennsylvania, you have to be off 
um, for a full week and actively looking for other employment. Um, and if you get paid for it later, you have to pay them back. Uh, I'm not sure how the laws work um, in, in the state that you're primarily in. I believe you're in New York. Um, I'm not sure how those those work, but you can check with the Department of um, Labor and, uh, you know, maybe some of the local union officials know. Yeah, it, it sounds to me like it might be a good idea for every local official to to look into that so that they have the answers uh, ready and available for any uh, for any employee who might need that information. You know, I was just thinking, you know, with, with all the dysfunction within Congress, I'm not so certain that in the event of a government shutdown, which I might add, I actually personally believe that it's a better than a 50 percent chance that we're going to have a government shutdown. But I've been wrong before, so it, it, maybe we won't. Um, but the way things are going, I wouldn't be surprised if it was an extended shutdown, you know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. And I'm just wondering if it was a prolonged shutdown. Would it have any kind of an effect on, let's say, for example, service comp date and um, you know, things of that nature? Um, no, um, our, we are considered still in duty status. So, um, so our service comp dates will remain the same. Um, it's included in our MOU and I believe the fair treatment law. Right. Um, that the agency will um, continue health benefit con um, contributions. Um, and the law does state that insurances cannot, um, cannot um, close out anybody's insurance because of the furlough. Well, that's really important to know because I know a lot of people would be really worried, especially if uh, if you're going a payment or two uh, uh, delayed and people are always going to need their health services. Okay, Barry. So let me ask you a question since we are at the end of the fiscal year and we will be at the end of the, or we're approaching the end of the calendar year. Uh, many people have use or lose a pre-approved leave now. What happens if people decide to take to take their pre-approved leave during, um, well, um, during our MOU, we did um, bargain the fact that all employees um, will be able to use their leave um, pre-approved, and they may ask for leave during the shutdown. Um, that everything should be handled according to Article Thirty One. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, so if something does come up, people shouldn't be afraid to ask um, for leave. This is a change. We didn't have this ability um, in the other shutdowns. In the, in the other shutdowns, all leave was canceled. That is not the case anymore. Good to know. Very good to know. Yeah. Yes. And that's, it takes a lot of pressure off of people. I know during the 2013, um, I was kind of new to the union. Um, it was my first government shutdown, and I got shingles the last two days of the shutdown, and I was terrified that something yeah. bad was going to happen yeah. to me <laughs> because of that, because I called off. I couldn't work. Um, you know, so that's that's not a fear people have to have anymore. Well, that really uh, assuages a lot of people because, you know, one, one thing about these government shutdowns is there's a lot of 
anxiety out there because things are just so uncertain. And a lot of employees don't know where to get the information. And let's face it, this is the kind of thing that management never knows what to tell you. Either they don't know for themselves or they get it wrong. They, you know, So it, it's really good that we're getting this information out. And Barry Sue, you, you've really answered a lot of questions that I know a lot of employees are going to have in the event that there is a shutdown. So I want to thank you for your generosity, for your time. I just wonder, um, are there any questions that perhaps we should have asked you that we didn't ask? Um, the, uh, I did think of something earlier. Just give me a second to look at my notes. Uh, oh, how, how to find out what's going on during the shutdown. Well, that's very um, important. Sure. Thank you. The, sure. Um, the agency, um, has a, a, a website that's up and ready to go should the shutdown happen. Um, they are going to notify us via men's so make sure that your information is updated on the men's system yeah um we will have the an 800 number that they are going to um send out you know the week before if it's looking like we might have trouble they're supposed to send out the website and the 800 number um to us as well as utilizing the men's system so there are going to be a lot of um there's going to be a lot of resources available for people in case, you know, something's going on in your life. You're dropped your phone in the water. So you can't get your men's system. You still have the ability to call the 800 number from a landline um, or, or go on to have somebody check the uh, website for you. So, um, but it is up to the employee to make sure that they're checking regularly, you know, to see the agency will, send something out, but the employees should check as well. You know, historically, at least in the past, I found that uh, that I, I seem to get information quicker by watching the news than paying attention That's to what the agency's doing, because, you know, the, the government shutdown true. is going to be countrywide, nationwide. It's going to affect every federal agency in all 50 states, and um, it, it's probably going to be the predominant news until it gets solved. And um, so I, I would advise everyone to just pay attention to the news as well. But uh, absolutely. Anyway, yeah. And the only other thing I could think of is, um, you know, should something come up that you need your union rep for like a disciplinary discussion or something, we are, um, we are allowed to do time for union time for certain things in any, you know, pre-approved schedule. Boy, that's so a question if, if I the, wish I asked you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> For, formal discussions, um, Weingarten interviews, disciplinary or performance-based actions. Um, that's important to know. I remember in 2013, uh, that was my first government shutdown, and we were not allowed to use official time. So yes, is, this is something that we yeah. did secure. Yeah. Um, we did secure through our memorandum of understanding. Yeah. So. We are always thinking about the employees, and um, and we're always fighting hard to make sure everything is done in a you know a fair and equitable manner. Well, that that's what makes you good at what you do, Barry Sue. And um, I, I want to thank you once again for your time, for your generosity, and and for your wealth of knowledge. And um, and thank you very much. And on behalf, I appreciate of- you having me. This was um, a new experience oh. for me. 
Well, I suspect that we'll, we'll be hearing from you a lot more. Thank you so much. And to everyone else, we'll see you on the next podcast. And have a great day. Take care. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye.